This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Happy Monday, everybody. Another twist in an epic Kylian Mbappé transfer saga could see the Frenchman staying in Paris beyond this season while Barcelona look to build on the club's extraordinary turnaround under Xavi. I'm here to break it all down with the one, the only, Fabrizio Romano. Que golazo begins right now. Everybody, welcome to Kegolasso, youtube.com forward slash Kegolasso, Kegolasso pod on Twitter, CBS Sports and your CBS Sports app. Fabrizio Romano is in the house. Fab, how are you, buddy? Hey, my friend, all good, all good. Thank you. Champions League is back and you know when there is Champions League, I'm always happy. So ready to, ready to go. A Champions League week is a happy Fabrizio Romano and as everybody else. And of course, you can only watch the Champions League in the US on CBS Sports and Paramount+. Plus. And Fab, obviously, at Fabrizio Romano. Follow him on Instagram and Twitter. Part of our team. You can read all his content every Monday as well as follow him and all his great reports. Let's begin, Fabrizio Romano, with the big one. Somebody that we keep on chasing and talking about. PSG had a great win this past weekend. It was the first time that Messi, Neymar, and Kylian Mbappé all scored tremendous stuff. But I wanted to talk about some quotes here. Fabrizio Romano saying things like, you know, there are new elements that I will consider for my future, said Kylian Mbappé, regarding his fate, whether he was staying at PSG or not. Straight away, Fabrizio Romano, what do you think this means? What's going on? Is there a change of mind? What, what's happening? He only said the truth. This is what I think, and it was needed, because from Spain we had a lot of rumors for weeks and weeks and months that everything was signed, but I've always been told that nothing has been signed uh, yet between Kylian Mbappé and Real Madrid. The reality at the moment is that after last summer, we know how Real Madrid were trying and trying to get Kylian Mbappé from Paris Saint-Germain, but then at the end, PSG were able to, to keep the player in, in Paris. But in Madrid, they have a contract ready for Kylian Mbappé. It's a contract that Kylian Mbappé knows so well. His lawyers, his family know so well. Everything is in place on Real Madrid's side. So that contract is waiting for him. It's a long-term contract for five years. They already discussed about commissions and salaries. So everything is ready on Real Madrid's side. And that's why they've always been confident and they are still confident as of today. Uh, Sign Kylian Mbappé at the end of the season on a free. But at the same point, nothing has been signed yet. And it makes the difference when we talk about top players, top deals and top clubs involved like Real Madrid and Paris Saint-Germain to sign the contracts with a free agent kind of situation for Kylian Mbappé, it really makes the difference because you can change your mind in five minutes. And how to change your mind? Uh, we can speak about many factors, but the key factor, as always in life and not just for football players, is money. And that's why Paris Saint-Germain are trying and trying to change Kylian Mbappé's mind. Uh, they're offering him a new deal. Uh, they don't care about the length of the deal. So it could be also a short one. Paris Saint-Germain are open to offer a short contract, but they want Kylian Mbappé to stay at the club. They want Kylian Mbappé to play the World Cup as Paris Saint-Germain player, of course with France, but as Paris Saint-Germain player. So there are many factors involved. And this is why he's still discussing 
with both sides, with Real Madrid that approached him since a long time and with Paris Saint-Germain who are offering him a new deal. So everything is still there, is on the table. Mbappé said the truth during this interview. So nothing has been signed yet, but we have to say that is not so negative for Real Madrid. It's not over between Kylian Mbappé and Real Madrid. Real Madrid are there, they have the contract ready, and they are waiting for Kylian to sign. Yeah, and to your point, it's no surprise that he would talk like this. As a free agent, you can change your mind and think about what's happening. You're only a human being. You're trying to weigh out all the answers and all the factors. And as you mentioned, I am also, yes, understanding Real Madrid are pretty relaxed uh, just because they they, are. they have a plan, right? They, yes, they, they're yes, pretty yes. set. Yeah. They've always been optimistic on this deal and they're still optimistic. So they are confident and convinced that at the end Kylian Mbappé will say yes and sign the contract. Uh, they know how attractive he is by Real Madrid, by their history. He's Real Madrid uh, dreamers since long time. He said many times that his dream is one day to play for Real Madrid. So it's nothing new. They're just waiting for him to sign. But at the same point, Paris Saint-Germain, as we always say here, they will try till the end to change his mind. They will offer him big money, important contract. They will be really open. Uh, so many factors involved in this choice. His family will be so important because during the interview with Prime Video, Mbappé said, I will decide together with my family. And his family will make the difference, his mother, people next to him. So there are many people involved in this decision. But everything is still open with Real Madrid confident, we have to say. Another factor, I wonder... Uh... Fabrizio Romano is Mauricio Pochettino and his own fate. Do you think that will have a factor, whether he stays or he goes, and, and, and what happens to the Argentinian manager? For sure, it's important to understand for Kylian Mbappé what will be the Paris Saint-Germain project for next season and for the coming years, because, of course, last summer they showed to the world that they want to do something incredible, something big, but now it's time to understand what's the next step for this project, what kind of players they want to sign, uh, who will be the manager, because I'm not sure that it will be Mauricio Pochettino, and I think there are very good chances for Pochettino to, to leave at the end of the season and to have new opportunities around. Let's see if it will be Man United or not. But uh, for Paris Saint-Germain, it's important to understand the manager, and for Kylian Mbappé, it's really important as one of the factors to understand what kind of project they will have and who will be the face of this project, who will be the, the manager. So that's why this is a, one of the many points that Kylian Mbappé is considering. Now, you have obviously labeled this summer as the summer of strikers. I also wonder, Fabrizio Romano, what happens, right, if Mbappé stays, let's just say for the sake of uh, a hypothetical, and the ramifications of thereafter, right? Erling Haaland, would he be now an even more aggressive target from a Real Madrid side? Lewandowski, would he leave? I wonder, like, what would happen if Mbappé, his decision, whether he stays or goes, and what happens to everybody else after that? Yes, let me say that on Real Madrid, they don't even contemplate this option because they are convinced, as we say, that at the end, Kylian Mbappé will play for Real Madrid. But they are in the race for, for Erling Haaland. Uh, no matter what happens with Kylian Mbappé, they are working on Erling Haaland. We know that Manchester City and Real Madrid are frontrunners since a long time. He's taking his time, and I think uh, the decision is expecting really soon, as we said. This month will be key. But it's taking time also because of this Kylian Mbappé domino. So for sure, Kylian Mbappé is the first piece of the domino in this summer of strikers. And that's why many players will be involved uh, in, this, in this crazy summer. And his decision will be key to understand the next steps. So for sure, Real Madrid are working on Erling Haaland. Uh, is not linked to Kylian Mbappé. But of course, if Kylian Mbappé will change his mind and say, OK, I stay at Paris Saint-Germain and I sign a new deal, it means for Real Madrid that they could be even more aggressive on, on Erling Haaland deal, as you mentioned. So this is an option, but they are in contact with people close to, to Erling Golan and they consider him an option since long time. So I would keep Real Madrid in, Real Madrid, in uh, Erling Golan race, absolutely. Wow. And obviously, um, you know, as we were discussing that Kylian Mbappé can, 
you know, is weighing many factors. It seems obviously we, you know, we understand that Erling Haaland probably will make a decision sooner rather than later. That you know, that would be yes. more more interesting, right? Okay, okay. Well, let me ask you this for uh, Fabrizio as we wrap up before we take a break here. Um, we've talked a lot about some great players, right? Erling Haaland, uh, Kylian Mbappe, obviously is the, the the big headline here that we start this show with. I wanted to ask you something because I'm always seeing on social, I'm always seeing you know arguments within uh, our own colleagues, etc. Who who the most uh, valuable player is in the world right now or who the best player is in the world right now. But because you are so in touch with agents and the behind-the-scenes kind of uh, environment, in their opinion, Fabrizio Romano, is Kylian Mbappé the most priced price? Is he the diamond in the rough? Is he the number one? Who is the most valuable player in your opinion? Do they consider, even those who don't have anything to do with Mbappé, how... How highly is he considered within that world? First position. I have no doubts. First position. Kylian Mbappé is the diamond, as you mentioned, absolutely. Um, but it's for agents, it's for directors. Everybody in the market is waiting for Kylian Mbappé to decide. Together with Erling Haaland, let me say, because the feeling around the football world, the industry, I would say, so it's agents, directors, and people involved in football, is these two guys, Mbappé and Holland, will be the new Ronaldo and Messi. This is the feeling around. Then Kylian Mbappé had a fantastic season. He's always performing at Super League, whatever it is, Ligue 1, he's in Champions League. He's always the man of the match, so he's always providing his fantastic, uh, his fantastic numbers and skills. But at same point, they know that Erling Haaland will be the together with him in this process. But yes, as of today, Kylian Mbappé is the man and many people are waiting for him to decide because we mentioned Lewandowski, we mentioned Erling Haaland, of course, but there are many players that are waiting to understand what happens with Mbappé because there is a domino. There will be a domino in the summer. And so, yes, the diamond is Kylian Mbappé. The most prized player is Kylian Mbappé together with Erling Haaland soon. But the feeling is these two guys will make history in football and history in the transfer market with the numbers of their transfers. It will be something historical in the country. Years, I'm sure. We will see the summer strikers headlined, of course, by both these stars, headlined by the diamond Killian Mbappe. We're going to take a break, everybody. When we come back, Barcelona is back, baby. And it's thanks to Xavi, of course. We'll also discuss a little bit uh, more news regarding the squad and what could maybe happen within the next few months for Camp Now Faithful. And also, we'll took some Premier League as well. And uh, maybe my beloved Aston Villa might be in it. We'll see. We'll take a break with Fabrizio Romano. When we come back, plenty more. See you then. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. A week unlike another is finally here. The Masters returns to Augusta National, where Hideki Matsuyama will defend his green jacket Go join the First Cut Golf podcast where the entire crew is previewing this year's tournament from storylines to picks and even daily fantasy advice. The First Cut has you covered. The First Cut Golf podcast is available wherever you're listening to this podcast. Fab, you play golf? I don't. I only play football <laughs> and volleyball also. I'm very good. Oh, volleyball. Interesting. <laughs> yes, I love very it. Good. 
Oh, yes, we got it. Beach volley, especially, is for me. Oh, I love it too, my friend. We'll get that going uh, one time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get going here. Barcelona, Fabrizio Romano. My God, incredible. They are second now in La Liga yes. after beating Sevilla. It's, uh, now they're getting ready, of course, for Europa League. Uh, just an amazing turnaround. And Xavi, better ever under Xavi. Unbelievable. Um, you know, first of all, just amazing. The, the, the revolution of Xavi, Fabrizio Romano. It's incredible. It's incredible. But speaking with people into the club, with the players, with the agents of some players, the, the atmosphere in Barcelona is, is something incredible. Every time I, I think about it, I say, it seems like five years ago, six years ago, that they had some problems with the manager, with Ronald Koeman. It was seeming that Barcelona were almost died in their Barcelona history, in their Barcelona badge and image and now everything is completely different it was just a few months ago not five years ago and now the feeling is completely completely different Xavi Hernandez did an amazing job as you mentioned on the pitch we can see the results Barcelona look completely different but even in the managing of the dressing room that I think is the most difficult um, part of the job when you are at Barcelona uh, Barcelona Man United this kind of clubs are really difficult to manage with some players with the dressing room with the pressure from the press it's really really complicated and he's doing an incredible job. So credits to Xavi, because if everything changes on the pitch, it's because in the training session, in the day-by-day of the club, in the relationship with the board, there is something really important to Barcelona, how they are together. Matteo Alemani, the sport director, Jordi Cruyff, uh, Xavi himself, the president Laporta, they're working in the same direction. And this is something that really makes a difference when it's a club like Barcelona, with a lot of pressure from outside. So what they're doing is really huge. Yeah, a part that you mentioned there was, of course, um, you know, working with the dressing room and making sure that everybody is not just happy, but understands their role. And one of them is uh, Ousmane Dembele. I mean, honestly, this situation almost seemed dead before Xavi arrived. And obviously there were a few issues regarding the contract negotiations, but so far, so good. He was uh, uh, sublime. He was amazing against Sevilla, of course, and Juan Laporta said, listen, I'm told Usmane is very happy here at Barca. Let's see what happens with his contract. We're a very clear salary system, and Alemani is working to see if it's possible to reach an agreement. Uh, I presume that hopefully, Fabrizio, things are going to work out. Is Our finances are still an issue. I'm never sure what happens with, with um, Usman Dembele on the contract, because we know that they're always happy, but then when it's time to negotiate and when it's time to talk about money, about salary, they have some issues. And so mm-hmm. this is why I'm not sure that he's going to extend the contract with Barcelona, but I'm sure that we will talk, as Laporta said. So now for Barcelona, there is a chance to discuss with, uh, with Usman Dembele. There is a chance to discuss again with his agent, Musa Sissoko, and to try to find a way to, to continue together. It's true that Dembele is, is happy in Barcelona. He's always been happy in Barcelona. It's never been a pro- problem of club or of dressing room or this kind of stuff. He just wanted to, to play and to feel important in Barcelona. And this is something that now with Xavi, as you mentioned, has completely completely changed change it. Let me remind the day after the deadline day. I still remember that after many options for Dembele, we had rumors about Tottenham, we had rumors about Arsenal involved in the Obama Young deal, we had rumors about May United, Paris Saint-Germain swap deal with Icardi. So we spent 48 hours denying rumors over the world about Ousmane Dembele, but Barcelona fans were furious to the player because he was not accepting some solutions to leave the club and the, the feeling around was he already signed with some clubs and so he's going to spend six months on the bench or on the stands and then leave the club on a free. So it was a disaster. I still remember the day after Laporta said it's up to Xavi. For us, it's a problem, but it's up to Xavi. He has to do what he wants. 
and he helped the player. He's now using Dembele as a key player for Barcelona. He's performing. Now the situation on the contract has changed. So credit to Xavi because he also changed the Dembele situation. But now about the contract, Barcelona has been very clear with his agent. They will sign a new deal with Usman Dembele. They would be super happy to continue together, but there are conditions. They are not offering what Dembele wants. So it's up to the player. If he's going to accept Barcelona conditions, Barca will be ready to sign a new deal soon. If not, I think there are still chances for him to look for a new challenge in the summer. But everything is open. They're going to meet in the coming days, in the coming weeks. And so let's see what's next for Barca. And what's next for Dembélé, I guess? What would uh, what would his other options be? Would they be the same ones that were interested in January or would things be changing for the summer? I think he has many options, honestly. In particular, in the Premier League, he always had many Newcastle, clubs. Newcastle United, him. I'm sure. Yeah. Newcastle made a crazy bid in, in, in January to try to tempt Dembélé, but was not even an option. But let's see in the summer. Now, for Newcastle, life seems different and mm-hmm. summer will be different. So let's see with many clubs in the Premier League. We had some links with Chelsea too. And now with Chelsea, we know that everything is standby. But let's see what they will do in the summer. Paris Saint-Germain maybe could be an option. It depends on Mbappé. We said about the domino, but it could be domino even including uh, Ousmane mm-hmm. Dembélé in case Mbappé will leave the club. So it's crazy how many options we will have in the summer. But Dembélé, in case he will leave Barcelona, he will have a lot, lot of chances, a lot of proposals, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure as well. All right, we're nearly done here. I want to just stick with Barcelona for a second because Xavi's revolution uh, is amazing, but it could also you know, mean, Fabrizio Romano, that it would attract bigger name players perhaps in the summer. I mean, this is, it's amazing the effect of what one person can do for the club and the fate of the club. Uh, Laporta jokingly addressed, uh, you know, a question about Lionel Messi and him returning. He was, listen, let's let's speak, Leo, let's speak. Uh, he was laughing. I would be delighted if this happens. More than delighted. Obviously, he knows that it's more than unrealistic. But, I mean, it's no surprise to me, Fabrizio, that they would welcome back Lionel Messi oh, no. in that yeah. situation. Yes. Yes, <laughs> would yes, Messi do it though? That's the other question. No, at the moment, uh, of course, as you mentioned, Laporta was joking during the interview, but in a serious interview a few days before he said that at the moment it's not an option for Barcelona. But this is the truth. They are not they're not thinking about it. And I think Barcelona are in a new era. Then never say never in football. Let's see if Leo will call in the coming months. I don't know. But as of today, is not this the situation. And I think Barcelona are in a new era and what Pedri is doing. I feel that they have some special talent, Gavi, Pedri, but Pedri is really incredible. Eh? The feeling, the goal he scored with Sevilla, but how he's playing, the way he's playing is something really special. So they are in the new year, I feel. Yeah, I think uh, you are correct, uh, by the way. Not so bullish on Erling Haaland, though. Obviously, he said we're not going to complete any signing who can break our salary system. So that's something to watch out for regarding that. It's something, obviously, you have been talking all about there, Fabrizio. But let me ask you this, uh, you know, regarding the big players, because, you know, maybe are there any players, Fabrizio, perhaps that we haven't discussed, any big players that could be tempted to go uh, to Barcelona? Robert Lewandowski has mentioned he, he wants to one day play in La Liga. I wonder if that could be an option. Is there anything in the summer, do you think, that Xavi could attract somebody that we haven't been thinking about? I'm sure that we have three names at the moment around Barcelona that are mm, rumored around Barcelona. There are Mo Salah, Lewandowski and Rafinha. On Mo Salah, I'm told that he's not planning to move to La Liga this summer. Then never say never. Let's see what happens on his contract side. But at the moment, he's not planning to leave Liverpool this summer and he's not planning to move to La Liga. This is what I'm told. So I don't see it as an easy option for Barcelona. Absolutely. Uh, about Rafinha, 
he's an important target. They're speaking with with Deco. Of course, we speak about Rafinha of Leeds, important player, and he has a close in case in case Leeds will be relegated to the championship. So it's going to be important to see what happens with Leeds. But they are already speaking with his agent. So I would keep Rafinha in the list for the targets for for Barcelona because Xavi really likes this player and it could be a serious option. And Robert Lewandowski for Salah, he's not tempted by La Liga move. But Lewandowski, from what I'm told, he's well informed of Barcelona as a city, as a club, as private life, how he could spend his life in Spain one day. So he's open about this possibility, but nothing has been agreed yet, absolutely. His priority goes to Bayern, is a matter of respect too. So he's waiting for Bayern to offer him a new deal, but at the moment the situation is still quiet. Bayern in public, they say they're going to offer him a new deal, but at the moment there is still no negotiation. So let's see what's next between Lewandowski and Bayern. They will have the priority, Bayern will have the priority, but Barcelona is exploring this possibility with his agent, Pinizavi, and so he could be one of the names, but it's not an easy one, absolutely. But in this list, I see Lewandowski as one of the possibilities. Salah, at the moment, I think is going to be more than difficult. Interesting. Interesting. Definitely want to keep our eyes on specifically the Polish striker. All right. Well, you mentioned there Rafinha, Leeds United player. And Leeds obviously looking to do a lot of business this summer, of course. Uh, It looks uh, that they should be okay to stay in the Premier League, although still some matches to go, but Jesse Marsh continues with his project. One player, I'm wondering, and I'm being selfish here, Fabrizio Romano, so I'm going to end it, okay? It's my show, so I don't care. Um, <laughs> reports of Calvin Phillips, maybe, uh, an interest uh, from Steven Gerrard's Aston Villa. What, what, what's the latest on that? No, he's really appreciated by Steven Gerrard. This is true. He's always been a player appreciated by, by, by Gerrard, and he's convinced that it could be perfect for Villa. But as you mentioned, Lille have a project, huh? uh, sorry, not Lille, Leeds have a project. <laughs> and uh, I was thinking of Lille because of another player, Jonathan Davis. <laughs> but, uh, but no, Leeds have a project. They have a serious project. Jesse March is doing very good. And so in case they will stay in Premier League, I'm not sure that negotiating with Leeds is going to be an easy one, you know. Even for Rafinha, of course, he will have big opportunities. But I don't see them selling two, three important players in the same summer. So it's not going to be an easy negotiation. For example, West Ham were, were interested in Phillips in, in January and it was not even an option with, for, for Leeds. And same for Rafinha. They also asked for Rafinha and Leeds said no. So it's always been difficult to negotiate with Leeds, you know very well. And so I'm sure that he's in the list of players appreciated by Steve Gerrard, but I'm not sure that it's going to be an easy one. But for sure, Aston Villa will have a, a good summer. They are planning for a Coutinho deal. Let's see what happens with Barcelona, but he's a player that they want to keep. So they want to do something important, but for Phillips, appreciated, but not an easy one. Let's see what happens with Leeds. Yeah, same thing uh, that uh, John Percy from The Telegraph was saying. I thought it's not going to be an easy one. Uh, obviously, if Leeds stay in the Premier League, they get the advantage, obviously, on, on the fate and the future that they want to build under the American manager. I, I was reading a little bit about Alan St. Maximin as well. Also, there was a link there, but uh, what, what do you make of that? Obviously, the moment is still quiet. Yeah. They don't need the money, that's for one thing. Exactly. They need a plan. This is the point. So, But they're not deciding now. I'm told that Newcastle will make some decisions on players they already have and the players they want to sign in May. They have a meeting already scheduled in May to discuss about it. So at the moment, for some maximum, still nothing in concrete, but let's see in the coming weeks what happens. All right, let's see what happens. And uh, it's Champions League week, so Fabrizio Romano is happy. Anything else that we haven't touched on, Fabrizio Romano, as we look to say goodbye? Yeah, it's a player that I really like and is a top talent. And we said about Summer of Striker and this Karim Adeyemi from Salzburg because many Borussia Dortmund fans keep asking about the situation because it was a deal that was 
almost completed a few months ago. But what's going on? He has an agreement, from what I'm told, on personal uh, terms with, uh, with Borussia Dortmund. So the player wants to go to Borussia Dortmund. He has an agreement with Dortmund. But it's not agreed yet between the two clubs, Red Bull Salzburg and Borussia Dortmund. They are still negotiating. Dortmund wants to spend around 25, 30 million euros. They want more than this on Salzburg's side. It's around 40, 45. So there is still a gap. Let's see what happens in the coming weeks. But Adeyemi will be one of the names on the summer. And of course, if Holland will leave, as you expect, Adeyemi will be a serious option for Borussia Dortmund. Fantastic. A great talent. So we'll have to keep our eyes on Adeyemi. Fabrizio Romano, always a pleasure. Make sure to follow him on Twitter and Instagram at Fabrizio Romano. Read his content on CBS Sports, of course, and Gego Lasso every single week. Fab, thank you, my friend. Thank you. Thank you, as always. Enjoy Kego Lasso and Champions League week and see you soon, as always. 100%. Thank you, everybody. Kego Lasso pod on Twitter, youtube.com forward slash Kego Lasso. We're on CBS Sports and your CBS Sports app. We have plenty to come after Fabrizio Romano episode, including our Champions League preview, our weekend preview, and so much more. Have a great beginning to your week. We'll see you next time. Should you ever set foot outside of the hotel, you will be shot. Don't miss the new Showtime limited series based on the international bestseller. For the last four years, I have been a prisoner. Why are they keeping you here? Starring Emmy Award winner Ewan McGregor. This is the brave new world that you dreamt of. Be very careful. You are still a prisoner here. Everything in this new world comes at cost. This is still my country. A Gentleman in Moscow. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. Only with the Paramount Plus with Showtime plan.